First Lieutenant Felix Eugene Moncla Jr. was a United States Air Force pilot who disappeared while performing an air defense insert over Lake Superior in 1953. Moncla's disappearance is sometimes known as the Kinrose Incident. But before we get any further, hello and welcome to the Murder House Radio Show. I'm your host, X. On this show, we will be covering serial killers, killers, mass shooters, disappearances, true crime, and the most deplorable things and people in history. All that good dark stuff. The Murder House Radio Show will be a radio show slash podcast. I'll be uploading videos every Friday at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Once you hit the subscribe button, hit the bell notification button and select all to get all notifications if you are viewing on YouTube. Hit the follow button if you are listening on a podcasting platform. Please also be sure to check out the sources in the description below as well as the social medias which are all linked in the description. Also, please comment future video ideas you'd like to see covered on this podcast. So sit down, get comfortable, grab some coffee or whatever your preferred beverage is, turn off the lights, and enjoy the show. Moncla was born in Missouri, Louisiana on October 21st, 1926. His parents were Felix Sr., a high school science teacher, principal, and veteran of World War I, and Giovanni Buridan Moncla, the seamstress. He also had two older sisters. Not long after his father had been hospitalized, Moncla's family moved to Morinville, Louisiana to live with his uncle and great-aunt. Moncla attended high school in Morningville, Louisiana, and upon graduating from high school, accepted an athletic scholarship to Southwest Louisiana Institute, where he played football and received his Bachelor's of Science degree. After graduation, he enlisted in the U.S. Army and served during World War II as a part of the Occupation Force of Japan. After his service, Moncla attended the University of New Orleans, but re-enlisted in the military at the start of the Korean War in 1950, this time joining the Air Force as an officer pilot trainee. After spending a few months at a desk job in Dallas, Texas, Moncla was sent to Canali Air Force Base in Waco for basic pilot training, where he met and married Bobby Jean Coleman. He took his advanced pilot training at Reese Air Force Base in Lubbock and further training on the F-89 Scorpion at Tylendale Air Force Base in Panama City, Florida. In Panama City, Bobby Jean gave birth to their first son. In July 1952, Moncla and his family moved to Madison, Wisconsin and had a daughter born five months before Moncla's disappearance. On the evening of November 23, 1953, 
Air Defense Command Ground Intercept Radar Operators at Salut St. Marie, Michigan, identified an unusual target over Lake Superior near the Sioux Locks. An F-89C Scorpion jet from Kinrose Air Force Base was scrambled to investigate the radar return. The Scorpion was piloted by 1st Lieutenant Moncla with 2nd Lieutenant Robert L. Wilson acting as the Scorpion's radar operator. Wilson had a difficult time tracking the object on the Scorpion's radar, so ground radar operators gave Moncla directions toward the object as he flew. Moncla eventually closed in on the object at about 8,000 feet in altitude. Ground control tracked the Scorpion and the unidentified object as two blips on the radar screen. The two blips on the radar screen grew closer and closer until they seemed to merge. Assuming that Moncla had flown either under or over the target, ground control anticipated that moments later the Scorpion and the object would again appear as two separate blips. Donald Kehoe reported that there was a fear that the two objects had struck one another, but the single blip continued on its previous course. Attempts were made to contact Moncla via radio, but without success. A search and rescue operation by both the U.S. Air Force and the Royal Canadian Air Force was quickly mounted, but failed to find any trace of the plane or its pilots. Weather conditions were a factor in hampering the search. The official U.S. Air Force Incident Investigation Report states the F-89 was sent to investigate the RCAF C-47 Skytrain, which was traveling off course. The F-89 was flying at an elevation of 8,000 feet when it merged with another aircraft. As was expected in the interception, the IFF signal also disappeared after the two returns merged on the radar scope. Although efforts to contact the crew on the radio were unsuccessful, the pilot of another F-89 sent to search stated in testimony to the accident board that he believed that he had heard a brief radio transmission from the pilot about 40 minutes after the plane disappeared. USAF investigators reported that Moncla may have experienced vertigo and crashed into Lake Superior. The USAF said Moncla had been known to experience vertigo from time to time. Additional leads uncovered during this later course of investigation indicated that there might have been a possibility that Lieutenant Moncla was subject to attacks of vertigo a little more so frequently and extreme than his normal degree. Upon pursuing these leads, it was discovered that statements had been made by former members of Lieutenant Moncla's organization, but were not first-hand evidence and were regarded as hearsay. Pilot vertigo is not listed as a cause or possible cause in any of the USAF Incident Investigation Board's findings and conclusions. The official incident report states that when the unknown return was first picked up on radar, it was believed to be RCAF aircraft VC-912, 
but it was classified as unknown because it was off its flight path course by about 30 miles. This assertion was emphatically denied by the pilot of this RCAF flight, Gerald Fosberg, when he was interviewed for the David Shamarik documentary, The Moncla Memories, produced for the Visions TV's Enigma series. It is possible that aircraft parts found near the eastern shore of Lake Superior in late October 1968 were that of the missing F-89. A U.S. Air Force officer confirmed the parts were of a military jet aircraft, and news reports speculated these might be from Moncla's F-89. The identity of the parts was never published, and the Canadian government states they have no records of the find. That's interesting. According to a story circulated among UFO enthusiasts on the internet in 2006, a group of Michigan divers calling themselves the Great Lake Dive Company discovered Moncla's F-89 at the bottom of Lake Superior in the approximate location where the jet had disappeared from radar. Interesting. What do you guys think? What do you guys think happened? It's like, if it crashed, they'd find a bunch of parts. But also, if these guys did discover it, the government would, like, go recover the bodies. And it'd be somewhere in the news, you know? So, like, yeah. But the two blips and then the two blips emerging, like, on the radar, like, if they passed each other, the blips would become two blips again. But they never passed each other, so maybe the alien, like, abducted, or the second blip or whatever, that wasn't the F-18, abducted the pilots, F-18, F-89, my bad. But yeah, what do you guys think? It's definitely a interesting one. I do believe in aliens, because uh, the universe and whatnot, it's just way too big for it to be us. And... Yeah, it's like, I think they could definitely make it here, because it would also be pretty ignorant for us to assume they don't have the technology to come visit and, like, stay low-key. But, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Let me know down in the comments below. But, yeah, that is the disappearance of Felix Eugene Moncla Jr. Thank you for listening to this broadcast of the Murder House Radio Show. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share for more if you are viewing on YouTube. Once you subscribe, hit the bell notification and select all to get all notifications. If you are viewing on a podcasting platform, hit the follow button. Leave your recommendations for future episodes in the comments below. I hope you have a good rest of your Friday or whenever you are listening to this. This is your host X signing off. See you on the next broadcast.